Study Article 7. This article will be studied during the week of April 19th through 25th. Understanding Headship in the Congregation. Theme Text The Christ is head of the congregation, he being a savior of this body. Ephesians 5.23. Song 137. Faithful Women, Christian Sisters. Preview. What is the role of sisters in the congregation? Is every brother the head of every sister? Do elders and family heads have the same type of authority? In this article, we will consider these questions in the light of examples found in God's Word. Paragraph 1 Question What is one reason why Jehovah's family is united? We love being part of Jehovah's family. Why is our family so peaceful and united? One reason is that all of us do our best to respect the headship arrangement that Jehovah has put in place. In fact, the better we understand the headship arrangement, the more united we become. Paragraph 2 Question What questions will we answer in this article? In this article, we will consider the subject of headship as it applies to the congregation. Among other things, we will answer the following questions. What is the role of sisters? Is it true that every brother is the head of every sister? Do elders have the same type of authority over brothers and sisters as a family head has over his wife and children? First, let us consider how we should view sisters. How should we view sisters? Paragraph 3 Question How can we deepen our appreciation for the work that our sisters accomplish? We appreciate our sisters who work hard to care for their family, to preach the good news, and to support the congregation. We can deepen our appreciation for them by considering the way that Jehovah and Jesus view them. We will also benefit from considering how the Apostle Paul treated women. Paragraph 4 Question How does the Bible indicate that Jehovah values women as well as men? The Bible indicates that Jehovah values women as well as men. For instance, it reveals that in the first century, Jehovah gave Holy Spirit to women as well as to men and empowered them to perform miraculous works, such as speaking in different languages. They both have been anointed by Holy Spirit with the prospect of ruling with Christ. Women as well as men will receive the reward of everlasting life on earth, and both men and women are assigned to preach and teach the good news. In fact, The book of Acts recognizes the work of a sister named Priscilla who, along with her husband Aquila, helped to explain the truth more correctly to the well-educated man Apollos. Paragraph 5. Question. What does Luke 10.38, 39, and 42 reveal about Jesus' attitude toward women? Jesus gave women honor and respect. He did not follow the custom of the Pharisees who looked down on women and who would not even speak to them in public, let alone discuss the scriptures with them. Instead, he included women in the deep spiritual discussions that he had with his other disciples. Luke 10:38 and 39 reads, Now as they went on their way, he entered into a certain village. Here a woman named Martha received him as a guest in her house. She also had a sister called Mary, who sat down at the feet of the Lord 
and kept listening to what he was saying. Verse 42 reads, A few things, though, are needed, or just one. For her part, Mary chose the good portion, and it will not be taken away from her. He also allowed women to accompany him on his preaching tours, and Jesus gave them the privilege of announcing to the apostles that he had been raised from the dead. Paragraph 6 Question How did the Apostle Paul show that he respected women? The Apostle Paul specifically reminded Timothy to honor women. Paul told him to treat older women as mothers and to view younger women as sisters. 1 Timothy 5 1 and 2. Paul did much to help Timothy become a mature Christian, but he acknowledged that it was Timothy's mother and grandmother who had first taught Timothy the Holy Writings. 2 Timothy 3 14 and 15. Paul specifically greeted sisters by name in his letter to the Romans. He not only noticed the work sisters did, but also expressed appreciation for them as Christian ministers. Paragraph 7 Question What questions will we now consider? As the preceding paragraphs show, there is no scriptural basis for thinking that sisters are inferior to brothers. Our loving and generous sisters are a real asset, and the elders rely on their help to promote peace and unity in the congregation. But some questions need answering. For instance, Why does Jehovah require a sister to wear a head covering on certain occasions? Since only brothers are appointed as elders and ministerial servants, does this imply that every brother is the head of every sister in the congregation? Is every brother the head of every sister? Paragraph 8 Question According to Ephesians 5 23, is every brother the head of every sister? Explain. The short answer is no. A brother is not the head of all sisters in the congregation. Christ is. Ephesians 5 23 reads Because a husband is head of his wife, just as the Christ is head of the congregation, he being a savior of this body. In the family, the husband has authority over his wife. A baptized son is not the head of his mother. And in the congregation, the elders have only limited authority over sisters and brothers. Single women who no longer live with their father and mother continue to respect their parents and the elders. However, like the men in the congregation, they have only one head Jesus. The picture caption reads Single ones who no longer live with their parents are under Jesus' headship. Paragraph 9 Question Why do sisters at times need to wear a head covering? It is true, however, that Jehovah has appointed men to take the lead in teaching and worship in the congregation, and he has not given women that same authority. Why? For the same reason that he has appointed Jesus as head of the man, to keep good order in his family. If, because of circumstances, a sister must fill a role that is normally cared for by a brother, Then Jehovah requires that she wear a head covering. Jehovah asks this of sisters not to demean them, but to give them a way to show respect for the headship principle that He has put in place. With those facts in mind, let us now answer the question 
How much authority do family heads and elders have? The following is supplementary information. When should a sister wear a head covering? To know if she should wear a head covering, a sister would need to answer these three questions. 1. Does the activity require that a sister pray publicly or teach from the Bible while a baptized brother is present? 2. Even if a baptized male is not present, would this assignment normally be done by a baptized brother? 3. If the sister is married, Is her husband present while she publicly prays for others or teaches them from the Bible? If the answer to any of those questions is yes, then a sister should wear a head covering. If the answer to all those questions is no, then she does not need to wear a head covering. Returning to the article The Roles of Family Heads and Elders Paragraph 10 Question Why might an elder be inclined to make rules for the congregation? Elders love Christ, and they love the sheep whom Jehovah and Jesus have placed under their care. With good intentions, an elder might think of himself as a father like head in the congregation. He may reason that if a family head has the right to make rules to protect his family, an elder can make rules that he hopes will protect God's sheep. And some brothers and sisters may encourage elders to act as their spiritual head by asking them to make decisions for them. But do elders in the congregation and family heads have the same authority? Paragraph 11. Question. How are the roles of family heads and elders similar? The Apostle Paul implied that there are some similarities between the role of a family head and that of an elder. For example, Jehovah wants family members to obey the head of the family, and he wants those in the congregation to obey the elders. Jehovah expects both family heads and elders to make sure that those under their care are spiritually healthy. Both also care for the emotional needs of those under their authority. And like good family heads, elders make sure that those under their care receive help in times of crisis. In addition, Jehovah expects elders and family heads to promote his standards and not to go beyond the things that are written in the Bible. 1 Corinthians 4 6. Paragraphs 12 and 13. Question. As indicated at Romans 7 2, how are the roles of family heads and elders different? However, there are also significant differences between the role of an elder and the role of a family head. For instance, Jehovah has assigned the elders to act as judges, and he has given them the responsibility of removing unrepentant sinners from the congregation. The picture caption reads Elders care for the spiritual and emotional needs of the congregation. Jehovah has given them the responsibility to keep the congregation morally clean. On the other hand, Jehovah has given family heads some authority that he has not given to elders. For instance, he has authorized a family head both to make and to enforce rules for his family. Romans 7 2 reads For instance, a married woman is bound by law to her husband while he is alive. But if her husband dies, she is released from the law of her husband. For example, A family head has the right to decide at what time his children should arrive home at night. 
He also has the authority to discipline his children if they fail to obey that rule. Of course, a loving family head consults with his wife before making rules in the household. After all, the two of them are one flesh. The picture caption reads Family heads have been given authority by Jehovah to take the lead in their family. Before making decisions, a loving family head will consult with his wife. Respect Christ as head of the congregation. Paragraph 14, Question A. In light of what is said in Mark 10 45, why is it fitting that Jehovah has appointed Jesus as head of the congregation? Question B. What is the role of the governing body? By means of the ransom, Jehovah purchased the lives of each individual in the congregation and potentially of all humankind. Mark 10 45 reads For even the Son of Man came not to be ministered to, but to minister and to give his life as a ransom in exchange for many. So it is fitting that he appointed Jesus, who gave his life as a ransom, as head of the congregation. As our head, Jesus has the authority to make and to enforce rules that govern the conduct of individuals, of families, and of the entire congregation. But Jesus does more than just make rules. He feeds and cherishes each one of us. The picture caption reads Jesus, under Jehovah's headship, gives direction to the Christian congregation. The following is supplementary information. The role of the governing body. The members of the governing body are not masters over the faith of their brothers and sisters. They recognize Jesus Christ as the head of the Christian congregation, and they agree wholeheartedly with the Lord's admonition to his disciples All of you are brothers. Matthew 23 8. At the same time, they love their brothers and sisters very much and do their best to care for their needs. Under the headship of Christ Jesus, the members of the governing body provide helpful direction to organize Jehovah's people worldwide. They appoint branch committee members and circuit overseers. In turn, circuit overseers appoint congregation elders. The governing body also takes very seriously its responsibility to provide spiritual food and instruction from God's Word. The governing body does so through letters, printed guidelines and publications, JW broadcasting programs, as well as through schools, meetings, conventions, and assemblies. And when a natural disaster or some other calamity strikes, the members of the governing body, Moved by heartfelt love for their brothers and sisters, immediately take action to ensure that practical help will be provided. Returning to the article. Paragraphs 15 and 16 question. What do you learn from the comments made by a sister named Marley and a brother named Benjamin? Sisters show that they respect Christ by following the direction given by the men he has appointed to take care of them. A sister named Marley, who lives in the United States, sums up the view of many sisters. She says, I really value my place as a wife and as a sister in the congregation. I constantly have to cultivate the right attitude toward Jehovah's headship arrangement. But my husband and the brothers in the congregation have made that easier for me because they respect me and express their appreciation for the work I do. 
brothers show that they understand the headship arrangement by respecting and honoring sisters. Benjamin, a brother who lives in England, says, I have learned so much from sisters' comments at the meetings and from their tips on how to study and how to be effective in the ministry. I think the work that they do is very valuable. Paragraph 17 Question Why should we respect the headship principle? When all in the congregation, men, women, family heads, and elders, understand and respect the principle of headship, the congregation enjoys peace. And more important, we bring praise to our loving Heavenly Father, Jehovah. How would you answer? How should we view sisters in the congregation? Is every brother the head of every sister? Explain. How are the roles of family heads and elders different? Song 123 Loyally Submitting to Theocratic Order. End of article.